0: In this episode, we'll go through the simple practice that has been used for thousands of years in many ancient medical traditions and how you can adopt it at your own time, in your own convenience, and with some tools you'll probably find in your kid's toy box or play areas. So let's get into the easiest way to get rid of pain now. Now, if you didn't check out last week's episode, we talked about why stretching is damaging and why you should stop doing it immediately, but also why you should adopt and start doing MFR or myofascial release instead. So today we're going to go through the MFR protocol, what it is, how to do it, and exactly how you can get great results from it to reduce your injury risk, reduce pain and excess tension, and even just feel and look better as a result. So MFR is just myofascial release, and myo just means muscle Fascia is an interconnected network of fibers that run all the way from your head down to your toe. And the key here is that it's connected. So when you do one thing in one area, for example, if I extend my arm out, it affects everything else up or down the chain as well. And contrary to most anatomy charts, your muscles do not work in isolation. They work together. And the way that they work together is the transmission of energy, movement, fluid, and so on through the fascia then release is just simply release. So if I've got this tight fist and this represents a muscle here, then by releasing it, by doing the techniques I will share with you today, then you'll be able to release it and make sure that your muscle and your body is in a ready state to perform at its highest level at any time. So that is what MFR is. And I touched on it earlier in the intro, but this practice has actually been used for thousands of years by many ancient health traditions and especially Ones like Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, where it wasn't just used to treat musculoskeletal conditions like tightnesses, pains, injuries, and so on, but also was used as a way to treat the internal organs as well. So if that says something about how it was used and the effects of it, I want you to think broader than just, all right, well, this is going to affect the bit that I have some pain in. It's also going to improve your internal health as well. So I mentioned last week about the elastic band analogy, and this is where you bring two elastic bands together, you tie them, you make a knot in the middle, and either side you pull them, that pulling represents stretching and the muscles lengthening, but in the middle, the knot itself just gets tighter and tighter, like that closed fist. Then, instead of stretching, this is where MFR comes in. So instead of pulling and elongating the muscles unnecessarily, what we'll be doing is, we'll be coming in and doing the MFR, the self-massage, in the middle directly where the knot is, and not beating around the bush and focusing on the actual source of the pain and the problem and undoing that knot. Once you undo the knot, then voila, the muscles are released and they're able to function just as they should. And now I want you to imagine this. So imagine as many guys and dads do that I work with, they have really tight, stiff bodies from years of years of abuse and unhealthy lifestyles, bad habits, and, and many other reasons, which just compound themselves over time. So I want you to imagine that you are doing MFR and you keep hitting these areas that are problems for you. Yes, it won't magically work overnight, but even within one session, people do feel a big difference. What you'll find is the person who does MFR, as opposed to the other person who focuses on stretching, will get better results longer term and in the short term. And here's why. If you're attacking that knot in the middle each time of the elastic band analogy, you're gradually loosening that knot each and every day. The person who is stretching is just elongating the bands on either side of the knot each and every day. And who do you want to be? The person who gets rid of the knot or the person who just stretches the muscles just for stretching's sake? I know which one works and it's the former, not the latter and I hope you do too. So the end result is that MFR ends up allowing you to fire off the muscles in the right way that you and the body knows that it should and could. And, Other way to look at this as well is that fascia is very, very much water-based. So people who tend to have very stiff bodies and are tight, have dysfunctions, pain, postural issues and so on. They also tend to be dehydrated in the tissues themselves. So if you have fascial issues or tightness issues, this is what I want you to think of. When you do the stretching, it doesn't actually rehydrate the muscles. But the f- doing the MFR does rehydrate because it loosens the areas and it allows nutrients, blood, water, oxygen, and so on to get to their destination. Another way of looking at it is imagine that you have this sewage system, you've got a blockage, but you're not just un- you're not undoing the blockage. You're just diverting it and you're doing diversions by stretching and instead of actually getting rid of the source of the problem. This is what MFR is. We're going to the source. We're getting rid of that tight fascia so your body can deliver exactly what it needs to into the right areas, and then you'll see your health, your performance, and your vitality skyrocket. So the first thing we need to do is identify any potential postural dysfunctions that you have. So there are there are many more, by the way, but these are just three main ones that I see. Is so we have this forward head position, we have kyphosis, which is a big rounding of the back, and then we have lordosis, which is a uh, hyperextension of the lower back. And each of them has their own problems. So let's go through them now. So forward head typically gives symptoms of brain fog headaches and even shoulder pain and kyphosis leads to restrictive breathing and especially upper back pain and lordosis leads to protruding stomach and think of things like the dad bod or having a beer belly uh, but also it tends to lead to lower back pain as well so now that you know what your current posture is i want you to imagine what your potential posture would be so your potential posture is basically what your posture would be if you had everything optimized and your body was moving and structured and standing and moving that the way it should So that is what your potential posture is. So what we need to do is understand where exactly in your body you're holding excess tension. And sometimes there's a lack of tension as well in areas as well, because believe it or not, uh, stretching and other modalities like this make you believe that, oh, you just have tension in your body and that's a bad thing. But it's not that you don't want tension because if you had a structure without tension, you would just fall to the ground like a sack of bricks. You want to make sure that you actually have tension but it's structured and pulling and pushing in the right way. So it's like when you have a bridge, you need to make sure that the bridge has the correct tension in the right places. A bad bridge will have no tension and it will fall and crumble. And we want to make sure that your body is acting like a solid bridge and you have tension equally distributed in the necessary areas. The problem is when you have excess tension or less tension, and that creates this imbalance of postural issues and biomechanical or movement patterns that, we don't want to mess with. So let's move away from that now and focus on how we can restructure the body. Just a quick note here is that you need to focus on your whole body. And this is, I'm talking head to toe. This is not just, all right, I'm going to just address the area where I have the direct pain and then I'm going to leave it. Because this is a classic case of, we want to focus on prevention rather than cure. If you're constantly just battling and fighting potential injuries or pain that you're experiencing in the moment, you will never get to the root cause of the issue and actually solve it once and for all. So I want you to make sure you attack the head to the toe, and also don't just focus on the parts which look good. So if you like your arms or your chest, like most guys do, or your abs or whatever, don't just focus on that area. Think about, well, if my body works and functions as a whole better, then I will also look better. So even if your goal is aesthetics, vanity, and so on, you can still have these goals, but do it in a functional way. And also don't don't take this lightly because this practice, I would say, is just as important as your training, but in a different way. So the benefits are are massive. So we're going to reduce your pain, your back pain. You're going to look better, so have better aesthetics. You're going to have better breathing patterns. So your life is even extended because you're expending less energy per breath because you're always structured and your body is in the right position for each breath. Your libido will increase. So if you have low libido levels and they're not optimal, your energy in that area will increase and you'll have a noticeable shift, not just for sex and things like that, but also just for your energy and zest for life. Libido is, yes, primarily for sex, but you will be able to channel that energy into other different areas of your life as well so that you can fulfill your purpose, be a better leader, be a better dad, husband as well. Next up, you'll be able to deal with stress better and this very much ties in with the breath as well. But once you're in a better position, body-wise and everything's optimized, things are not as stressful as they currently are. So I'll give you an example here of stress, is that most people believe stress is, I say, oh, are you stressed? Oh, a little bit, oh, I've got a bit of work stress. But stress is also a stressor on the body. For example, if you are tight and you're being pulled forward here, your body is in a stressful state because it's trying to bring itself back to balance, which is known as homeostasis. If you're always here, rounded, rounded shoulders, but you need to be in a more upright position, well, being in that inefficient position is a stressor in and of itself. And that wastes excess energy and means that when you're wasting this energy, you're having to focus on bringing yourself back into balance. And on top of that, we're going to have more confidence, which is pretty self-explanatory. We're going to have more energy so you can stay up morning to night and do everything you need to and perform all day and all, all long. You're going to have better circulation, better performance, better digestion, so your overall health, your look, your feel, and you'll do much better 24-7. And I want you to absorb this old Chinese proverb. So it goes like this. It's very simple but you are as old as your spine. So it's a very simple proverb, but it's very telling. If your spine is old, but you are young, does it matter? So for example, if you are 35 years old, literally in years, but you have a biological age of a 70-year-old, what good is your age of being young and 35 if your body functions like a granddad? And most of the guys I work with, they say they, they feel like this, you know, they have this... um Fairly young body, even if they're like thirties, forties, even fifties, sometimes. But they feel like they're going to end up in a nursing home. They feel like they can't move. They feel like they can't walk. This is not normal by any means. On previous episodes, I've shared. At the moment, I live in I'm in Sri Lanka, and guys in their fifties, sixties, seventies, even eighties, sometimes, and and women as well. Sometimes the eighty year old women look fitter than forty year old guys in the West, and they're able to lift and do more than they are, which is which is amazing. So if they can do it, then you can too. It's about dropping these dysfunctional patterns, movements, and tightness. So remember that excess tightness, the aches, the pains, the tension, injuries, everything that you're experiencing right now in your body is a direct result of your lifestyle. It's got nothing to do with your genetics and this and that. It's about you and your lifestyle. And it's about how you've decided to live your life up until this point. And that's okay. Like We're not going to sit here and regret. We're going to focus on what you can do to get out of any excess tension and pain, and to an optimized state instead. So let's get started with the MFR protocol on the easiest way to get rid of pain. And like I said, you probably have these around the house, at least one of them. If not, go and get them from a, a local sports shop or online. You'll be able to access it straight away. And I want you to start today. Don't listen to this and wait. So for a softer release, by that I mean a less painful one, start with the tennis ball. And if you're up for a harder release, a deeper release, and you're ready to go, then you can use a hockey ball, a cricket ball, or a lacrosse ball. Any of those will be absolutely fine. Now, before you actually start doing it, there are a few key tips I want you to consider and put into place before you do MFR. The first one is make sure you place as much load as possible on the target area. So for example, let's say I'm targeting my lower upper back. Well, what's the best way I can do that using gravity, using my body and techniques? I'm going to lie on top of the ball. And I'm going to let gravity do the work and my body weight do the work, pushing down on the ball as much as possible. Yes, I can't give you within uh, an episode like this podcast, all of the different positions and manoeuvres. I can give that to you if you want. Just reach out to me if you have a specific pain or tightness or problem area. Just reach out and I'll tell you exactly how to get into that position or I'll send you a video which will target that area best. But really, the main thing is you want to get into the right position, place as much pressure as possible on it. Then next I want you to think about the direction of the muscle in the body. So here right now, I'm just touching my chest, and this is my uh, pec major, and the direction of the muscle is how the muscle is when you look at it on an anatomy chart or inside the body. So the pec major actually goes across at a slight 45 degree angle, sometimes a bit more lateral, but roughly you get the idea. So when I go with the grain of the muscle, for example, I'm releasing my pec major again, I'm lying on my front, so on my tummy, and I've got the ball here on my on my pec major. If I move side to side like this, as in the direction of the muscle, then it's going to have a not so deep release, but still a good one. However, if I move up and down, so vertical, because the muscle is going sideways, that's going to give me a deeper release anytime that I go against the grain or I go against the muscle. So it's not a case of oh, you should always go against the direction of the muscle because that would give a deeper release. No, sometimes it's good to warm it up by going with the direction of the muscle and then expanding into going into against the grain. And sometimes you mix and match, but really you have to test and see what's best for you. But also each area will be different as well. So my chest, I might feel better going with it. My quads, I might feel better going against it. You know, you have to experiment and see how it feels. And when you do MFR, you need to make sure you move your body very slowly. You see some people like, doing foam rolling which is not as good as MFR by the way Um, even though it is a form of MFR the tools used is too broad it's like going for a Swedish massage and they're giving you a soft massage yeah it feels nice but there's no deep release so this is more of a deep release technique and MFR is much much deeper so let's focus on that so you want to move very slightly either up and down or side to side as I mentioned and make sure you're only going one to two inches at a time so let's say again I'm focusing on my pec major here Um, And if you're watching the video, you'll see I've got a fist on my t-shirt, which is the Fit logo. That's probably about one or two inches. And that's enough for me to focus on in terms of the release area. If I want to move on to another area, then I'm going to place the ball in a different area. And that'll be an inch or two left, right, up or down, depending on where I feel the pain is. And I need to release. And I just rinse and repeat until I've done the whole of the chest area. And then I do the other side and then I move on to another area. So keep it simple, one to two inches at a time. Next thing is on timeframes, make sure you spend at least 90 seconds in each area. Sometimes you may need to spend more, sometimes a little bit less. You'll find that balance once you see where it's tight. If you do anything less than 90 seconds, typically the muscle doesn't have enough time to send the signal to the brain and back to get it to relax. And what you need is you need to go into a deep state of relaxation with each muscle, which then allows you to get a deeper release. Next one's a biggie, and this is more of a mental thing, but don't run away from the pain. Make sure you chase it and go with it. I promise you the best gains will come when you go for the pain. It's like when you go for a good massage and if they're good at what they're doing, they're really going deep. It is painful and it can be extremely painful, but if they know what they're doing and they really go for it and they help you to relax and breathe into it and get into a parasympathetic or or what's known as a relaxed rest and digest state, then you can actually get way more from it than if you just did it lightly. And if you didn't relax and you were tensed up. So that kind of, goes into my next thing is that you can only release muscle. You can not release bone. So do not try and release bone. For example, don't release your elbow joint. It's not going to work. Don't do that. Focus on the muscle. And again, is if you focus on your breathing, it's the next tip. Just go for a simple cadence of four seconds in and four seconds out. That will help you to breathe and relax. And as you get into it, this is why if you go to a good, for example, you get a good massage You'll notice by the end of it you should be more relaxed but half of the battle relies on you relaxing and we'll get into why you need to relax more in a second but if you hit a nerve or an unbearably sharp pain which isn't muscle then you need probably need to adjust your position so that can happen time uh, time to time so make sure you adjust accordingly and listen to your body next thing is do it for at least 15 minutes daily no excuses you can do it whilst you're relaxing reading a book Chilling with the, the kids and the family, you know, we've all got some downtime. So do it as and when it's best for you. And the best time to do it, if you do it in the morning, it will increase performance and in your presence during the day. But if you do it at nighttime, then it'll give you a deep sleep and you'll wake up rested and recharged, ready for a great day ahead. So there's no right or wrong. I would just experiment with both and see what be- uh, best fits you, but more so what best fits your routine. Because if you do it uh, consistently, that's more important than doing it sporadically, trying to find the best time. It's about consistency is key. The next few messages, make sure you try it today and, and don't, don't delay. The key is to learn by doing and not just theorizing. Action is where us dads need to focus on. We need to really pressure ourselves in a positive way to push ourselves into action so we can show up, not just for ourselves and our families, but also our communities as well. So it shows that we're here to grow, to serve and to lead by example, not just by theory or by idea. Make sure we're actually putting in the work. Putting in the action. And now that you will have released your body, you're ready to push it physically. And this is actually the best balance. Like in an ideal world, i would even have my students doing MFR and some super like basic things for like a longer period of time than they do. But I understand the modern world we live in, people want results a bit quicker. And so we've structured things in a slightly different way, which still gets the benefits of doing MFR, but also starting the physical training earlier and sooner. It's kind of like wax on, wax off in cry Kid, you know, you'd be doing that for ages traditionally. But nowadays, most people wouldn't uh, wouldn't be able to deal with that, that level or style of training. So it's not exactly what we do. We try and bring elements from that old school methodology and blend it with the new school to make the best solution for the modern day. So with that in mind, I want you to think of MFR as almost like a workout in its own way. And especially when it's tough, especially when you're super stiff you will find that it's actually pretty hard. You might be out of breath. You might be a bit sweaty, you know, especially when it gets painful. So this is great. And what's good about this is that I find guys regularly lose fat, drop weight just by doing MFR. Because like I said, everything's functioning, working as it should. The body's in balance. When it's in balance, guess what? It drops excess things that it doesn't need, like weight, fat, and so on. And remember, the reason why I said start this and do this today is if you fail to prepare your body by getting rid of the excess tension then you will increase, and like you may already be in a position of this, you'll increase your risk of injury, but you'll also eliminate the chance of you receiving all the benefits that we discussed that come when you have a great posture, you have great movement patterns, and you have a great well-structured body. So as a result, I want you to consider MFR as an investment and as a way of prevention rather than cure for the rest of your life. And next week on Worry Dad Wisdom, I'll be sharing with you how I'm making my kids strong and how you can do the same thing too. So whether they're young like mine or older, if yours are even adults now, I'll be going through the systems, the daily routines, the principles, pretty much everything that I teach them to make sure that they're strong physically, mentally, and spiritually as they're young and as they grow old too. And you can do the same. And that is it for the easiest way to get rid of pain. Remember, start your MFR journey today. And I'm here to help if you have questions about somewhere that is too tight, you don't understand, you can't release. Let me know. I will help you solve it. Reach out to me and I will help.